Desi. Welcome to the Psychonauts channel. Live and uncut. That's what's up. I got the Midas touch. Elephant tight as nuts. <laughs> Time to divide this nuts. The Nats tied it up and get high. Chops really got a lot of problems. Chops really came. You wanna squabble? Chop a belly, let it fade away and make waves. Hey, feels good. Don't it? Chops, uh, welcome back oh, to this. <laughs> welcome to the mm -hmm. Psycho Knots episode number four. Four to the dough. How how are you feeling, brother? Feeling lifted. How about yourself? I I feel very um. I feel very enthused to be <clears throat> at this point, you know, we're, we're approaching Halloween, you know, and it's been <clears throat> six months or more that we started collabing. So yeah, we're getting close to, uh, to Hollow's Eve. And, you know, it's just another one of those things that you carve out in the sand or, or even, you know, wood as a child grows, you know, it's like another, right. <clears throat> Another notch, you know, and uh, made it through summer. We're in the fall, you know. We're we're maintaining. Uh, we're making a lot of progress. We're doing some good things. Um, Chapa Valley, the mastermind uh, with instrumentals. Uh, he's a he is one of the most phenomenal producers, creators, lyricists. You know, like you can't, you can't mess with the Chopavelli. You know, you can't mess with Chopzilla. You can't mess with the Chop Father. You know, like right, the man of many names, but you know, very, very, very prolific ways about him. Appreciate you, AOD. The comes with the automated writing syndrome, and just. <laughs> He delivers an epic performance every time. Thank you, brother. You know, you know, I thought for you know what I could say about that is you you know I thought like at times like you know when you when you're naturally gifted and you know you think you're gifted, but reality though is you're really talented. You know, it comes down to the person executing it. You know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. takes a takes a lot of time to. Build certain skills to pay the bills. Oh, for sure. Um. So, so I'm gonna put a flag up over here right now. We're gonna talk about um a news article AOD had read. It was about the silent pandemic of fatigue and how it's crippling society. <laughs> Um, it's not laughable. I apologize for the uh, for the snide comment there at the end, but um, it is serious, and it is something that <clears throat> they call it silent because a lot of their workforce, I guess, is out of not really back, quote unquote, fully in the office for like fifty percent of organizations. Let's say, like, I don't know how I don't know the real statistics though, but according to what I was reading, you know, like. There are people that could barely like get dressed for the day at this point. Yeah, I find myself in that same predicament. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I wear the same outfit like two days in a row, two maybe maybe three. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't shave as often as I should. For sure. Uh, and I just think a lot of it stems from like the pandemic being off all that time, being with family, not seeing other people. You just kind of get used to being in the habit of wanting to be a homebody and just stay around your comfort zones. Right. <clears throat> and here's, here's, you know, I've noticed that since, you know, similar to your situation where, you really, you know, not that your personal hygiene is saying negative consequence, but um, 
you don't really think twice about you know silly things like that, like oh, did I wear this yesterday? Because you're not really seeing the same person again tomorrow, per se. You know. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, for me, it's like. But there's something else behind it too, like you know, you're content with how you how are you you feel or maybe you're thinking at the time. When you make that decision to to change your clothes or get a shower or whatever, shave. Yeah, I mean, I used to. I mean, honestly, I used to shower every single day. I wouldn't miss a beat, and maybe I. And, and I'm sure when I go back to work, I will. Yeah. You know, when I get home. Yeah. But like, I'm just like right now chilling at home sitting comfy in my house don't have to worry about someone coming up and saying oh you stink or some shit like that because i ain't around anybody right and uh you know it 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 is what it is did you hear some of these these revelations i mean i think it is a paid like a paid content kind of ad but or not ad but like um news article um but there was people in there saying that they can't function in society at all basically like they can't even make it make their way to a car or even um mm-hmm. or do anything extra you know they they call there's another term for this chop of belly and I want you to think carefully about what I'm about to say I know you said right. I'm a smart guy but I think there might be more to this story as well so do you ever hear of what's called silent quitting? Um, <clears throat> let me know what it's about. I'll let you know if I've heard about it. Silent quitting is, you know, normally a, a telecommuting job where you don't do any more or less than what's assigned to you. You don't go that extra yeah. mile. You don't put that extra hour in. You don't go in no. above and beyond. It's called silent yeah. quitting. But personally, I think it has a lot to do with the prior conversation of I they really are just taken to a different level that they don't even comprehend that they think they're doing silent quitting, but they really can't do the same tasks as fast and as effectively remotely, if you ask my opinion. Well, like and then in my job situation where I'm in a factory. Yeah. Um I silent quit like within the first six months of working there because I would like help people out on their job if they needed help. And they're like, oh, well, this dude don't got enough on his job. Let's just add more to his job. Right. And I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. Are you saying to the audience that like, you know, a while ago, you know, prior to pandemic, you silent quit it? Like I said, I've been working there for almost 10 years. I quit within the first silent quit within the first six months of working there. Wow. Phenomenal. I got to I gotta applaud Chapavelli here for, you know, standing up for his workers' rights. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, you don't get, you don't, like, if you do good, you don't move up in the company. It only goes by job or by seniority. Right. And then you get stuck in a, you're doing extra for what? Right. So since I, I bet there's people with higher seniority than me, I'm going to obviously have a harder job. Right. You know what I mean? But at, so, the, at the end of the day, you being more effective and more like above and beyond isn't going to reward you in any other way besides possibly a sprained back or some kind of trauma. Or, yeah, or just being pissed off that I'm doing more work than other people. Yeah, so that's we'll consider that mental trauma. We'll call it collateral, like the collateral damage of of not selling. Absolutely, you know. Um, now, do you do you feel like aside from like, do you think this what they are attributing this this ill? They, I don't know if it's an illness or what it is, but um, do you think it has anything to do with COVID in the brain? No. No, I think I think COVID just put me on an atmosphere where I didn't want to do anything anymore. But do you feel COVID, being exposed to COVID had anything to do with it? Or you think just the society we all have changed? I think society changed 
how I feel. Like, I feel like, man, this is shit work and this is a good job. And now everybody's like thinking jobs are shitty and they're following the trend of Tapa Valley. Mm, do you, so there's nothing necessarily wrong with what you're saying, but also, uh, if I'm taking the article literally, you would be considered part of this this study or whatever they're looking at for just day. I think they also look at like unemployment rates or what. I don't know what they're looking at, but I know that there's there's big data mining this thing. So well, fortunately, <laughs> I'm still employed. Oh, OK. Like, oh, so um, you didn't make, OK, good. I'm still employed by. I don't know. I'm going to go back with a different attitude to work and do it for the family. But uh, I mean, you're working really hard as it is like being Chapavelli, you know, like. That, yeah, that, I mean, that it's itself, hard being Chapavelli. I, I know, like um, people, people don't recognize the amount of of aura Chapavelli produces per day. You know, he touches things and he's like uh, a myth or a legend, the way he works. Some, some have said. I've heard about five people commend Mr. Veli for uh, more than one event of, of occasional things like your writing abilities, your creation of instrumentals. Your production right. style. I mean, the way you make love to the song and the way you actually murder it at the same time. It's like a symbiotic thing that's going on. And I'll tell you this. You got to be in a point zero 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 one percentile of other humanity in that realm. So, Well, I will be um, brewing the potion and uh, all legal... Portable, portable 510 cartridge vape I'm making. Now people will be able to live as Chapavelli, inhaling his sweet terpene aromas. Oh. Now that, fellow audience, is something to be desired for sure. Um, I think that, like, I think the world is missing out on it. You know, like, it's so... It's so hush hush, you know. The movements are just bringing these things out. You know how how beneficial things are for for our cells, like the terpene, the terpenes, right? Yeah, they're it's very like, uh, antioxidant uh, level, right? Oh yeah, it's high in amino acids. Yeah, they um, the 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 use is prolific and. Chapavelli, you know, whether whether he is what he is or he is what he isn't, he's always the man. So terpenes, you know, whatever it is. I heard something about uh, that little fellow from uh, Mario. What's that little guy with the toadstool? What's he wear on his head? Mushroom. Oh, those are magical, aren't they? Yes. <clears throat> Mushrooms are magical and um, delicious on steak as well, too. Yes, yes. Portobello. Uh, all sorts of good kind. Speak, speaking of pr proper things for the human body, let's let's steer away from coffee. We, we know it goes back and forth in, in the regulatory area for or against it for heart disease and liver conditions and what have you. Right now, it's positive towards drinking coffee. Wanted, I don't know. But for one time, your doctors were telling you to drink a, a glass of wine every night. Now they're saying not to do that. So who knows? But as of today, what do you feel more proper or with? A cup of coffee or dun -dun -dun, an energy drink? An energy drink for sure. I just added a flag. Energy drinks. Chapavelli is a pure fan of the energy drinks. Now, do you have a go-to or like a favorite? Yes, I used to when I was drinking stuff. The monster 
Pike and Punch. Or the Monster. But recently I have switched both. You've switched from Monster Fruit Punch to? Uh, I switched from Monster Pipeline Punch to Red Bull to Ghost. Ah. Uh, now... Did you did you feel any different going from say like Monster to Red Bull to Ghost? Like, did you have any different experiences? Yeah, I thought. <clears throat> I like the Red Bull a lot, but uh, the goat the Ghost has has got my attention, especially the Warheads Sour Watermelon. Do you? <clears throat> do you think that like the additional, you know, because obviously not Red, you know, um, Red Bull came, I think from China, some, some Swedish person or, or Australian bought the recipe from a street market. Kid you not. Um, they, they packaged it up and brewed it kind of like the same way Coca-Cola and Pepsi got on the game because, you know, the, well, regardless, um, there is a good formula there, and Red Bull can never usually let you down, per se. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like water, you know. Like if they're you know if we're, if we're on that same category, but I feel like the new emerging drinks like Ghost that have those additional amino acids, which Red Bull lacks. Um, you know. Real quick for the audience, amino acids are building blocks that the body cannot generally manufacture on its own. It's required from a nutrient source like food. Um, same thing like certain vitamins, they can only be derived by food. And people with malabsorption or other issues may not convert their amino acids, aka building blocks of our whole body, aka neurotransmitters as well. Cannot rebuild them without a certain substance. Some of these drinks now include these building blocks. Now, the good news is, folks, that if your body doesn't need the building blocks, it will obviously destroy them. But the very good, awesome news is for someone lacking those amino acids, it's really a different experience. So would you say without a doubt you feel better? You you think that was a good explanation? Absolutely. So I personally go with what I feel is a product that's made with love. Right. And it, it does feel like they put a lot of attention to the taste, the flavors, and the ingredients. Yeah. And I must say that Red Bull is an acquired taste, unfortunately. Some people don't like it. I happen to love it, especially back in the day doing shots with like Jaeger bombs. Yeah, so he, you know, a lot of people they smell Red Bull and get sick because guess what? They only used to drink it when they were had. Yeah, and you know, when you're dealing with a substance so high in B vitamins that are only water soluble through the liver, and you're drinking alcohol with it, after about three cans of Red Bull and vodka, you're dumb, folks. It's like, you know, depends on this, especially if you're. Lighter weight or different gender or whatever, that stuff will mess you up by itself. You don't need alcohol for it to mess with your stomach. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's got a bad rap due to a lot of you know people putting uppers and downers or slash and slash alcohol mixed with caffeine and you know but vitamins. Um. So anyway, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing weird things out there, but uh. I you know, I think there's a there was another person on the block before uh, Ghost, and it was Bang, right? Yes, and Bang was like the first. I remember in in New Jersey in like Wawa, they had these specials. It was like buy one can get five free when they first launch. Okay, right. And I read the ingredients and I'm like, this sounds like it's going to work. This is a, a, a perfect combination because I actually studied pharmacology as a major um, 
and dropped it for other things. But so I was already familiar with all these things that are that are in most packages. And um, I said, what the heck? To a dollar, I got six cans or something. So anyway, they're, they're, I don't even know where they're if they're as popular, but they had the proper ingredients that just I guess their t the taste wasn't really that great, though. Um, overall, but it did, it did its job, you know, yes. it did more than its job. Actually, it actually acted, acted like a sort of a GNC product on as a, as a, product. you know, like, Hey, here's your, um, bang, hint, hint, bang. Now there was a other meta, there was other, um, uh, you know, energy drink. It was called pussy or balls. Did you ever try those? What? I've tried balls. Yeah, there was a pussy. It was a white can, and it had a, actually had um, like a Peruvian symbol of like Colombian Bam Bam or or some odd oddity about it. And it got pulled off the shelves, but there mm. there was a drink called Pussy. Believe it or not, and it, it did exist. And I bought it. I might have a picture of it somewhere, but they followed the same formula as balls. And yeah, balls also had like um, a energy candy. They were like little mints that were filled with caffeine. You're right. Um, they used to and sell them at like, like computer the stores. Yeah, they sold them at like CompuWare or Compu something at the time. It was like a computer place. They Where I worked at, I worked at my brother-in-law's fruit market, and they sold them there for a while, and I got them. I was digging them. Yeah. Um, you know, but here's the thing. So... I love ghosts and I hope to see many long years of it on the shelves. But unfortunately, between like, you know, Monster's another conglomerate. I think Coke owns Monster. So they shouldn't be going away anytime soon. But we've seen I've seen a handful of you know, another drink that was good that has nothing to do with energy was the Snapple fruit drinks. Did you ever try them? It was like rain. Those are awesome. I I don't know where they went, but I love them drinks. I would hunt them down and they they just disappeared off the shelf. I just shelf. got a Snapple like couple months like a month ago was it rain no it was like watermelon something they were good damn okay so they might have reintroduced it i love that rain stuff though it was like it came in a glass bottle it was clear okay okay it, yeah it was like they had a subsidiary of like fruit drinks that weren't fruit but tasted like candy it was weird but it was good yeah snapple makes some good bangers yeah, they know how to how to produce a nice brew. For sure. That's you know, that's what I'm getting into is like I'm getting into that home brew. Uh oh, you're gonna try I used some to things like deodorant sticks with there was like a roll on C B D. People people said that I had to pop it out. Like people at work buy it. You you sold you sold deodorant you sold CBD deodorant. It was it was CBD like a roll on in a de I, I put them in this uh, small circular uh, cylinder deodorant case. I'd sell them for forty bucks, and you just take it and you push your finger up it and it pushes out and you roll it on your skin. A nice healing antioxidant <laughs> property on your body. Yeah. Yeah. So when I put like a vitamin E in it, yeah, a bunch nice, of different, nice nutrient, good stuff in it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know that's that's really no not much different than like you know that lidocaine roll on, but I'm sure yours is better. You know. Yeah, it was made with love. Of course. Um, do. <laughs> Do you um you did you have anything like interesting happen like this month due to the, the nature of uh the Halloween coming up? Well, my son had a Halloween party last night. My sixteen year old son. Oh yeah, was there any cats around? Like any black cats or any uh? Yeah, there actually was. Damn, there was a girl dressed up in a black cat. Did it have a tail? Yep. That's what I love about them cats, man. They you could always count on them to have a proper tail. 
Dogs, not so much so, but cats, they always have them tails. Um, Halloween tail. Yeah, you know, like tails from the crypt, etc. They always are, you know, Pet cemetery. Remember that that thing with them cats that came alive? No. Damn. Um, so actually every Halloween, um, prior to like 2020, I would do what's called the psychumentary and, um, like that's where it think, what's that movie where like they go and like, you have one day to kill people or something like that. Well, the purge. Yeah. The purge. So not necessarily that I would have a purge, but it felt like when I get into character, because I would get these weird outfits, you know, for, for Halloween, like a monk or like a, a vampire outfit or like something, something crazy, something that's not normal, you know, like the, your average outfit. And I was always felt like right. I needed to reuse these, these props, I called them, because I bought the, I bought the outfit, I might as well find one, more than one use for it. So I created what's called the Psychumentaries. And uh, the psychometry is basically just about what's your other half of the brain saying that an animal version of yourself would want to say or an alternate version. And then you would have a conversation with a doctor. That's the whole premise right. of the idea because it's psychumentary. You're not in a psych ward, but you're kind of being – and you're in a therapy role, right? Oh, gotcha. It's very nope. – it comes up for very interesting things because, you know, just the theme of it, a year, a year lapsing – you think about like whatever you, whatever you want to say in your outfit, go ahead and do it. Right. So the only way yeah, it's similar like, to the purging uh, is just personality. Yeah, it's just like purging your your thoughts. You know, whatever, whatever it could be, and it may not be something bad or whatever. It's just whatever you manifest into. Exactly. That's dope. Yeah. So I got like ten years of rolls of that. Uh, which is probably like more than enough to satisfy like Netflix for three years. Actually, I could probably supply Netflix with like 10 years of, of videos. That'd be dope. I have four terabytes of video, dude. You know how big that is? That's a lot of video. It's like more... It's more than that's more hard drive space than I had on my computer. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a lot of it's 4K video and, you know, it can get a little rather large per shooting, but a lot of it's not like I would say more than half of it is not 4K. And that's that's yeah. going like because. All right. So say without 4K, I'm pro I probably had four or five hundred gigabytes of the videos, which is still a lot for 1080p. Um, so it would be an understatement to say that. I would have less, con I mean, con hey, Netflix should contact me. I got more content than they would know what to do with. Yeah, let's get, let's get a series up and running. Yeah, I mean, my next, my next thought is like more, well, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get you that intervention thing I did, you know, um, yeah, I'm excited to see that. We'll, ha we'll have to talk about that, you know only part five or whatever, part six, but um, that was just one thing I put a little bit of effort into, you know? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I had a full, I you know, see that. You, you know, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be dope. I, at the end, I mean, the, the, I pulled the stunt at the end of that movie. One I can't pull today without breaking my hip probably, but um it's it's very it's very profound the ending of that show I must say. I'm looking forward to it, brother. So we we got content for you for all the psychonauts out there, whether it's videos or music or podcast. We got everything to entertain. We uh and we do. You need a tattoo. You need a tattoo, yeah. you could call Chapavel. He's he's done how many of them now? I've done over a hundred and thirty on myself. Hundred and thirty self self did tattoos. Yeah. That is that a, did you check the Guinness Book World Record for it? 
Oh, I don't think I'm in the world. Yeah, because you know what? People will probably draw like a little numeral number on their skin and be then would call it like done, right? That would count. They could. Yeah. Like I know there's people that like devoted their whole bodies to certain people. Like whether it be a loved one that passed or, you know, or they'll maybe do a theme throughout their whole body. But Chapa Belly is different. He's got, got the widest variety. On my neck. Yeah, you, you. He's got the widest variety of tattoos that you would ever see. Like they're so it's they're so awesome and random that it makes them so awesome and random. Oh yeah. You know, there's a story behind everyone. You know, like we can go into some of them tattoos and why they're there. You know, he has 130 of them. I'm sure we have some stories. You know, for the audience to to witness and you know here um what, what do you think yeah. your favorite one is though like out of your whole body that's basically covered i got two two of your favorites i got master shake on my wrist from aquatine hunger force and i got a bottle of red pop fago soda soda pop on my leg so do you, those are my two favorites. Can you can you say why they're your favorite? Well, like the red pop, the soda bottle Fago turned out really well, and it's like a, a Detroit brand soda pop company. Detroit, yep. Big around here, yep. And Master Shake, he's like from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He's like the leader of the crew, but he's like kind of. Um, mentally retarded. He's me he's a mentally challenged in a person. Way, yeah, in a psychonauts type way. Right, right, right. He's a deep thinker. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I call what I like to call. Um, I like to call people critical thinkers, where they're so in engaged in the thought, things around them don't exist for the for momentarily. And that right. moment, that moment may not be a moment to you or I time either. You know? No, I, I have a lot of moments thinking about terps. And all the sweet terpenes I'm going to add to my healthy, healthy. non-editant, solvent-free uh, vape cards. You, you are going to be the master zen. You will, you will be, you will be basically... The, the father of Psychonauts, the embodiment of it with these terpenes. The terpenes will be, yes. For sure. What, what would you feel if someone disagreed about terpenes? Would you say, like, go read a book? Or, like, how would you, how would you say, like, what would you say about I that? I would tell them, you know, if you, let's say, if someone is smoking marijuana through a vape cart they might you know be have something that's called distillate which is just pure thc and therefore there's different types of plants like hybrid indica sativa but all that comes from the terpenes and there's other additives such as cbg cbn cbc all these different things give a full spectrum range to a vape card that makes it magical on some Harry Potter type level. Magical. Um, do, do you think like terpenes have changed your life? Absolutely. I mean, I used to love smoking marijuana when I was younger. And I just developed a taste, like the acquired taste. Mm -hmm. And through the terpenes, you're able to still have that flavor, but you can add your own different ingredients to give you the uplifting effects that you need. Right. Would you say like it's beyond magical? Like 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 Skittles Skittles commercials could basically like take a leaf out of your book. 
I've had dreams about good carts. Wow. So you, I'm going to add a flag on that one. Uh, dreams about I've, carts. I've had, I've had people tell me I've made the best carts around. Not only can you perform theatrics, music, you're also a chemist in disguise of some sort. Yes. Wow. Do you, would you say putting together something that gives you that creative level, a lifted feeling without paranoia, without anxiety, that you know necessarily won't give you the munchies. Right. And that's legal in over forty three states. Do you, do you think like what? Why do you? Th- All right. So twofold question. Well, I'll ask it in two parts. What What do you think led besides money? We know that's the that's the good. What do you think led um, the turp like all these things that are part of the plant become legal in so many states so quickly? Considering things like we well, had prohibition like six years ago. That anything with Less than 0.3% Delta TH, Delta 9 THC is legal. And there's so many parts of the cannabis plant slash hemp plant that have beneficial ingredients like you were talking about with the amino acids. Right that have different effects and people are starting to realize that. I realized that when I was smoking a platinum vapes distillate cart, there's a pretty popular company, but all I was getting was high from THC. And it, and it felt different than smoking a regular uh, flower joint with the regular bud ground up. So my mission was to get vape carts that had all natural ingredients, solventless free, that gave you the same effects of a flower joint. Right. Now, can you describe, can, can you explain to the audience what solvent free means to the human body? Solid free is when you get the material down to a liquid form without using any solvents like alcohol or, you know, like, like the distillation process that normally occurs whenever you're extracting a substance out of a natural organism. Yes. I mean, there's, there's also like companies that use this machine called the Nug Smasher. Mm-hmm. That take it and you just heat up these plates, smash it, and the juice comes out, and that's not adding any harmful toxins, uh, perhaps. Yes, yes. Because a lot of times people have to, like, they have to do it to get the substance. Now, even though they purged the butane, it was made very using butane. Right. They're still getting some of that unnatural process in, inside the, the product. But, I mean, if you purge it properly, you're good. Right. But there's people who, you know, you don't know what with what these companies. Right. You know. It's be behind a veil of sorts. Right. Yes. Yeah. Chop is a, is a, you are the, he's, he is the, everything you would want. From another psychonaut, and an innovator, an acceptor, an actual a pursuer, um, an enlightener. You, 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 you embodied so many psychonaut things that only another true psychonaut would understand, right? Right. Yeah. That is very. That is very like profound. That. Uh, you know, there there are a couple people that I've been 
I've been studying other artists that I feel might be psychonauts, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, Who's on that list? Uh, I actually took notes because it became so, like, Apple's, Apple, I don't know if, like, w what agreements they have with who or what, but at just about everything I play now has lyrics to it. And uh, even even the things that I thought were unlyricable, you know, like some of the faster stuff and some of the jumble, you know, mumble rappers. But um, regardless, <clears throat> I want to say that Twista might be a psychonaut. Oh, for sure. Like he's constantly sure. talking about interplanetary traveling. Um, I just yeah. listened to at least seven songs that relate to aliens and, you know, unidentified molecules that he's speaking of. So he's he's definitely pro uh, more than more than likely an alien or um, like an alien brethren like us, like a psychonaut, right? So like constant constant word use of alien. Another person that I didn't suspect. Um, not do or die. Uh, close to do or die though. The group do or die. Um. Actually, will tell. I mean, so it definitely was twisted, but I don't want to put any. I mean, I think Busy might be a psycho, not Busy Bone. He's constantly talking oh, yeah. about aliens. Um. Yeah. You know, just him being abducted as a kid, let alone other things. He's he's definitely got a couple more stories to tell that he probably hasn't even told anyone. But when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to people that are psycho psycho knots, I think Buster Rhymes might be one too. Yeah, he might be. You're like right. he mentioned it the way he did that one song. With little little John or someone, let's go. If you wanted, you could get it. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. So the way whatever he did there, with tw I mean, was that was that Twister or Buster? Anyway, Twister was on that. Yeah. Yeah, Twister was on one of that. Yeah, and um, okay. So the, yeah, I was listening to a bunch of things today. So, but regardless, the way he was doing, like that, 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 that. Now I got you stuttering, and I'm like, read. I was reading it, and in between the lines, there was alien language communicated to me. I'm like, this guy's saying something. Oh yeah. Extra. Oh yeah. Like I was reading it, and the other things were popping out like hieroglyphically to me. I said, I accept you, brother, as an alien. You know, as a psycho, not yes. as, as an otherworldly entity. So him, we got busy, twisted, and I want. I'm real close to saying Tech Nine. Real close. Yeah, you know, like, He's a Mental Giant, that was a dope song. Yeah, sure. like, he, um... He's got some good ones. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't even realize it until, like I said, these lyrics start popping up. Because, you know, you listen to moderately-paced rap, and you're like, okay, I follow it, I agree with it. When you're presented with the evidence for a psych another psychonaut, that's useful to, I mean... You could see it right away. Yeah. Um, Without a doubt. Yeah, so, I mean, you, and I have to say, there's a lot of movie stars that are psychonauts, too. I mean, Jim Carrey, oh, yeah. he raises his hand every night before he goes to bed. He says, I'm a psychonaut. <laughs> He's like, yes, nation, I am a psychonaut. You know, like real, real, like uh, dumb and dumber level stuff, because that's how genius that guy is. You know, like there, we have no some. Doubt. You know, it, it's funny that like, a, not funny, but there's a lot of kids in the industry that get picked up because they are psychonauts. What I mean by that is, they have multiple talents, like. They could play the piano, they could act, they could they could sing, they could perform. They're more or less, they're not just actors or actresses, right? Right. You, you'll find that like here's a, here's a nerd statistic. For, you know, you guys are you know it's Halloween time. So Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe, 
prolific replicator, I didn't say originator, prolific replicator of rap, especially speed rap. Yeah. Like, and he, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't known for it, but he's actually pretty talented in it, you know, because that's the way the psychonauts' minds work. Yeah, I've heard him rap before. I've been, um, you know, like, like, like Jimmy Kimmel or something. Yeah, he, you know what? For what he did, some weird cover song of some sort about an alphabet. But yeah, yep. Like I know what it takes to put on a. I mean, I'm sure you know what it takes too to put on a performance like that. And if you're not a psychonaut, it ain't gonna land properly. No, I don't even think. You, here's the other part: if you're not a psychonaut, you wouldn't even do it. Exactly. You have to be psycho not to do it. Exactly. So like, yo, that guy had, I don't know, we'll just give him a net worth of uh, a few hundred million. He didn't have to do what he did on Jimmy Kimmel. You know? No. His psycho not mentality <laughs> and his, the, uh, the chakras enlightened him enough to do it. Said I the world must see this. Exactly. When he went out there and he did it. He did it, and there you was know a what? Good movie with him. I forgot what it was called, but he ended up getting like guns bolted to his hands. Did you ever see that? I know he did a ton of movies after the series. Um I'll have to send it to you. I forgot what it what what it's. Yeah, he there was one where he played like a corpse of some sort, and uh, he like turned morphed into things people needed, like motorboats and like uh, weird oddity things. And I'm like, all right, I mean, this is different, you know. Like he he definitely is not afraid to try different genres of movie style either, which I appreciate. Right. You know, like certain people get stuck in comedy roles or drama roles or prettiest girl roles or handsomest guy role. You know what I mean? He was like, no, nah, I don't yeah. I don't need any of that. Like, you just give me a script and I'll read it like he's down the earth like that, like a psycho knot. Exactly. Exactly. Part of also being a psycho knot is not allowing, you know, that behavior of negativity to influence you, you know, like be a good person type kind of thing. Love yourself. Yeah. It's like, uh, I've been watching this sitcom called my name is Earl and, and it's all about karma. Right. Right. So, no. yeah, I mean, you know, you could only do what's best that you think is best for you to do to someone else that you would want done to you kind of thing. You know, like exactly. if you practice that and everyone practice that mentality, the world will be a lot happier and safer. But exactly. I think a lot of people do. Um, a majority. Yeah. It's always them few, them few other ones that you never know what happens up there. Yeah, it depends. Some people go through hard times and they get down and it's hard for them to give when they're feel like they're they're not getting or or they've been you know taken or they feel they've been taken advantage of right you, you, you never know like oh you know like oh you want 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 that could also affect <clears throat> hey we, i mean we people as human beings we we fight this every day in the skin you know like yeah People, peep, the only problem, you know, people will take advantage if they can. That's the problem. But, you know, as you got to use your psychonaut abilities to figure out should you or shouldn't you. You know, like, that's where you use your abilities to understand the race of human beings shines. It's part yeah. of, the, you know, like, well, you know, like, even if you can call it out and be like, I know they're using me or want this out of me. You could you could think that, but also reason with it on true psychonaut levels and understand why that's happening. And you could either A, accept it, or B, 
reduce the activity that's disrupting the psychonauts? <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, like, you, we, I think, like, as a psychonaut, you see a little clearer, and you could also make decisions and judgments based on the, like, the things that we can't describe happen in our brains. Happen around us. Exactly. Happen to us. You know, it's like, you can't teach it, you know. It's on, it's on a different level. It's like on the etheric level. Right. It's like, you know, they called CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome or MS, whatever, uh, some other oddity name. Where people are chronically, you know, as we started this episode with, people chronically are having problems, regardless of what it, what it is. They're having problems. And... It's hard for some people to believe it because you can't see it. It doesn't manifest. But when right. you're a psychonaut, you feel it similar to like chronic fatigue because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't happening. You know? Exactly. So the psychonauts are real and you know, like there's no doubt about what we're feeling is what it is the truth. And... We're all about positivity and spreading the message of what we what, what we are here for to uh, give proper to those that are proper and try those that are less fortunate to be less proper to become more proper any way we can. Exactly. With 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 those sentiments and with the time closing soon for this chapter of the show. Um, <clears throat> we, we gave a sneak peek at a song called Boom. I will let Chapavelli close any ending thoughts and we will adjourn with a little bit of Boom for the audience to per, per possibly witness. Keep it positive. Uh, enjoy life. Give love. Be open to receive love. I, cu I couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it any better than that. Love yourselves. Love every love life. And uh, every now and then, go deep. Once I peep, I'm cheap and strong. AOD, it's too low. Power flow, I bet you caught him. Oh no, and yes, I'm